0: Backstage on the Super Legit Podcast with special guest, Sean Landry. Oh, uh, real quick. Have we talked with Sean about our edit process? Yes. Uh, She understands
1: the hand and the legit and... The fact that we can use the chat chat field for for notes and so on and so forth. So wait, I think run
2: she's... by that again? The hand and chat and what's going on?
3: Shut up, there... <laughs> you stop it. This is being recorded <laughs> already. Too. We're
1: in Los
4: Angeles. What's happening? <laughs> what's a podcast? Who are you? I thought this was
5: radio. Who are these
3: tiny people in my
5: computer? Again,
6: I'm a ghost. Over over the holiday, my. Mother was in town, and we played a game uh, one of the days she was here. And in the middle of the game, just game conversation, she something about, like, Ancestry came up. And then she was trying to say how she wanted to use one of the various, you know, Ancestry investigation options, like DNA options. And okay. she, no shit, said... What, I, I, I'm really interested in that uh, 47 and you, 49 and us. <laughs> 23 and me. <laughs> <laughs> she, nowhere close. She got nowhere close on the number nor the pronoun. I love when,
4: it. I like you too. One of my favorite moments in my, from my mom, or actually from a family member, was talking about Blink one ninety
5: four,
4: and I just went. I literally turned to. I turned to my sister and I said, "It's okay. You're black." <laughs> <laughs>
1: Welcome back to another episode of the Super Legit Podcast. I am surrounded yet again with so many of my favorite people. I did want to get a little bit of business out of the way first. It's kind of a personal thing, uh, a little like a mini mea culpa here because we have running gags, we have running bits on the show and sometimes, you know, people's feelings get stepped on a little bit. And Michael Hyman has been our co-host for a while now, who's doing a fantastic job of it. First of all, I just want to say that you deserve all the credit for that. And, Occasionally, when Michael Hyman's not here, we have someone else sit in as a co-host on his behalf. And you can tell Josh Spence really, really, really would love to be uh, that sit-in co-host. And we always give the role to someone else. And so, Hyman, I just, I I wanted to, for this episode, if you don't mind, Mm -hmm. can we just, can we give Josh Spence the role of co-host for just this episode? Is everybody okay with that? Do you all feel good about that? Just help him out with this one? Oh, yeah. I don't care. Let's do it. Cool. Great. Great. Okay, Uh, so Josh Spence, you are the co-host for this week's episode. Um, Now, uh, another quick note, Josh Spence could not make it this week, so we will need Michael Hyman to fill in on his behalf. I'm happy to do it.
7: You
3: know, uh, great.
1: Comes full circle.
3: Great. I've I've always called you the Josh Spence of Michael Hyman's. (laughs) That is such an honor.
4: I concur with the man who just said that.
1: Oh, listen whoa, to that whoa. voice. Whoa. Segway. Ooh. Here we go. That was the voice of our guest this week, Sean Landry. Hello, Sean.
4: Well, hello, my man. How are you?
1: Oh, I am wonderful. I uh, Again, as I said, I'm surrounded by people I love, including you. Duh.
4: Duh. When was the last time my husband said he loved me?
5: Oh, and I have to hear from you.
4: Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, hi. No, he does say. He does say I love you on a constant basis. Just I quietly in his sleep when I poke <laughs> him and say, "Say it." We're, we're all collectively
7: <laughs> wiping a like a, a nervous sweat from our brows here. Yes. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. 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 Well, that's that's just LA winter, yeah. Seriously.
4: But yeah. I'm I'm happy to be here. Oh, good.
1: You know? Good. Well, Leo, yeah, thank you. Um, so Sean is a, a, a just an incredibly valued member of our our local community. Um, to all comedy uh she, you know she's an amazing talented improviser uh she oh. and her husband Hans have an incredible team Landry and Summers that we we uh just they're a blast to watch uh comedy writers um writers in general um uh, what what else what else would
6: what else do you do um, that just I, makes I you juggle
4: sound? really I, I oh yeah I can juggle and girl um, who
6: doesn't these days
4: damn see that's what I'm saying because <laughs> you know Gig economy. I'm, to, you know, I do what I got to do. You know what I'm saying? I will saying?
0: say, I will also say, I have known Sean Landry for ten years, and I know that Sean is an amazing cook. And I don't oh, think I've, I've ever gotten this. to have her cooking. Yes,
1: Yes, I'm, yes.
4: I, it's very few. If 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 the world was good to me, I would have an improv cooking show. So basically, yeah. it would be on the yeah. Food Network. It would be give me a protein, give me a vegetable um and give me a spice or and then a suggestions and a suggestion so yeah yeah, and a suggestion on what to do with it um and then i would cook it and while i'm cooking there would be improv going on on the side while i'm cooking and prepping so it'd be like a cooking armando
1: oh my gosh i love this i can't wait Mm. for us to do this at your theater
6: have you pitched this dude this is brilliant yeah, have you seen the uh, Ramsey's newest show, the the Next yes. Level Chef? It's three yeah. levels of,
7: <laughs> of bullshit
6: of kitchens. It's like 3D <laughs> three D three levels of bullshit. It's a kitchen cast system. <laughs> it, is. <laughs> it is, but the bottom kitchen that's supposed to be like the worst kitchen is right. basically every kitchen in America. It's yeah. <laughs> fucking yeah, so insulting. He's, he's, he's,
4: you don't get me started about him on TikTok. So you you see this asshole on TikTok, right? And when he's not doing a shtick, which is a a shtick of him Mm -hmm. being an ass, um, he's on TikTok and he literally gets on and does a duet with other people's shitty cooking Mm -hmm. and makes fun of it. So now everyone on TikTok. I used to cook on TikTok. I don't anymore because the chef, the real chefs, have taken over. Oh. He goes onto other people's TikToks. They people now just tag him, so yeah. they could make fun call of him their out cooking to, to
1: come uh, uh, critique their work.
4: Yeah, I'm just like, man, this is this is huh. TikTok is ruined for all the you know mini chefs.
0: You know, <laughs> um, I would love to talk about social networking. And what a cancer it is. But this isn't a party that I'm boring everyone at. Um, but I will say that is a feeling that I get where it's like social networking was for the people. And now the famous people have taken over and are like, hey, remember that thing that you used to use? Yep. Now we are going to take it over.
6: Yeah. And now everybody's just going to look at yeah, us.
4: Remember when it was cool and now Will Smith is here? <laughs>
5: I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. Uh, so, was that
6: like was that a common phrase in L.A. parties in like the no, early? Was the party until Will <laughs> what, was, what was his like? drought season where it was just like stinker pursuit after of happiness stinker. roughly around uh, that
7: well, time yeah, wild wild west yeah to, yeah, yeah. Uh, so the yeah. Oh, they don't yeah. have a wrong but wasn't will smith cool once upon a time
4: yeah. oh, and, yeah. yeah. and here's yeah. here's here's a story i was in pursuit of happiness i was in pursuit of oh. happiness so much that it oh, i was like will smith's ghost
3: which was a <laughs> plot line i can't believe they cut it <laughs>
4: I swear to God, but here's my favorite part of that whole story was we were in the food kitchen of Pursuit of Happiness in San Francisco. So I'm trying to, I'm like, this is extra fucking work. I don't just, there were actual real homeless people in there. They actually hired and paid them and it was very cool. Huh. So I'm just like pushing homeless people in front of me. I'm like, I want to be in the back. Someone give me a boom box. I don't want to be seen. I just want to get paid. And the, the director took a goddamn shine to me because he was hitting up on my ass And Mm -hmm. I get into the food kitchen. I'm way in the back, and they're like, we need a person, a woman, to come up to the front and sit in the food kitchen. And I'm just, like, pointing to the A, like, "Here, the director picked me. I'm sitting across from Smith and his son, who was a baby at this point, like Mm -hmm. baby Jaden. Yeah. cute, Damn cute kid until he grew up. And (laughs) (laughs) he... he I'm sitting across from him and I'm, you know, I'm not looking at him. Meanwhile, the director was like, so are you having a good time? Some Italian director. So are you having a good time? And I'm just like, yes, sir. <laughs> he's trying to eat my food, eat the far fucking Thanksgiving food. <laughs> and he keeps hitting up on me. And huh. I'm just like, I'm really uncomfortable. I don't know what to do. I'm just being nice. I'm like, just, yes, sir. And Will Smith takes a look at me because he's literally across the table right across from me and he goes, Hey, what's your face? How's your wife? <laughs>
3: uh, this is how we humans talk.
4: Yeah. yeah. And, and he was like, oh and he walks away and Will Smith looks at me and he gives me that, you know, brother nod, like mm-hmm, so <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I literally just mouth the words, thank you. Yep. <laughs> yep. So ergo. <laughs> in conclusion, I have all the respect and ups for Will Smith because nicest brother in the world. Plus also mm-hmm. that movie paid for my damn Christmas. Horrible movie. But <laughs> it paid for my Christmas. <laughs> and if you watch it and you watch that scene, you will see my fat ass head scan across mm-hmm. the screen to Will. It's
1: so surreal. Yeah, that's awesome. That
5: well, is
6: awesome. Uh he's great in King Richard, but and King oh, Richard is that a, really good amazing. movie.
8: So I agree. Overall. I concur.
1: Yeah, I got to check that out. So, Sean, I know you are working very hard. And, uh, and I know this is something that Steve and Steve James is also involved in, yes. in opening a new theater in our incredibly drought, uh, droughty. Is that a word? Um, it is now. Comedy landscape. Drought, drought mm-hmm. stricken. Yes, drought stricken. Thank you. See, this is why you're my co-host. Yeah, my
7: that's why I'm
6: here. That's uh, how you that's how the, the proper climate term when it's smoky out in California now. It's droughty like aggressive. Yeah, it's just droughty.
1: It's droughty. OK, I'm going to go with that. So uh, so tell us about the Ledge Theater. Sean, what's uh, what's this project?
4: Um, it is. It is a theater uh, that hopefully will be a project that lasts forever. Um, but then again, it's theater. So who knows? <laughs> uh,
6: we all we thought are, a
4: lot have, of them were going to last have, forever
1: a couple of years ago. Mm-hmm.
4: Exactly. <laughs> um, we have um, taken the Lyric Hyperion hostage.
1: Nice, And we
4: are using that space, which is, I like that space because it's standalone. Yes. Nobody bothers our black asses when we do. We can make as much noise as we want. Yeah. Um, Excellent space. Really nice people who took it over. Um, And it is about diverse voices in improv comedy and sketch and theater, um, both scripted, dance, music, uh, storytelling. It's not just improv. Oh, great. It's not yeah. just improv. It's improv thrust with a thrust to people of color, the LGBTQIA plus community. I mean, the white folks who are here, y'all can play too.
5: Aww. You know, that's a huge, <laughs> huge pass. thing. Like
2: theater Special alone thing. is is not all that diverse. And especially in improv. When I started in improv, diversity yeah. meant you had uh Doe white guys from Chicago and doy white guys from detroit but it's now a lot different <laughs> diversity
5: yeah. means a little, a little different yeah now.
4: well but yeah i mean we it, it, Boozer, we kind of started at the same time you know i started a little bit before you you know in my world it was oh sean's on the team it's diverse
2: yes yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yes like, i was the diversity yes right. yeah I'm me too le-
4: i think <laughs> i'm gonna have a new one woman show yeah it, the, for the for the three of us who are here.
5: Um,
4: This is now officially diverse. This is actually a diverse podcast because there's Mm -hmm. three African-Americans on this podcast.
5: We need it, guys. (laughs) Yeah, we did
4: it. We did it. (laughs) Um, You have two more women and, you know, somebody who's uh, Latinx and someone who is, you know, Asian from Asian AF and we're all good.
1: We're working on it
4: um nice that's what i this these are the things i need to hear this is why the ledge exists yes so uh also i want to have this man who is on this podcast right now Stephen, be our educational director because he actually works with children in school i want to have more children doing of color doing still don't know how he how oh, he manages
1: great. to work with children i don't understand how anyone does but thank you Stephen, for being one of the <laughs> yeah, ones, ones, ones who cool.
4: does <laughs> Yeah, it, the COVID farm, as we like to call it now. <laughs> yes. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, and uh, our fundraiser happens on MLK Junior Day. Nice. And I am just, you know, people just coming up and representing, you know, like all of a sudden, you know. It was Francis Collier who was like, Can we bring in Boozer? And I'm like, Oh no, I hate him.
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> of I love all the time. That is literally yeah, the conversation we like, had in our chat room when we asked about him joining the cast was Josh mm-hmm. was like, What about Boozer? I was like, Nope, can't can't stand yeah. him, won't have him on the team. Yes, please have but, him join yeah, right I'm now.
5: Like,
4: That's you, traditionally like, how we
7: start every episode of the podcast. I'm
4: like, Collier, <laughs> yeah. are you high? Green boozer elixir also at the playing with y'all too? Yeah, You're no, legends. I don't want that
7: in my life. Yeah.
4: Um I don't well, want thank awesome. You. Thank my you. life. You're welcome. But so they're playing, and um the team formerly known as White Women is playing.
2: Nice. Um, oh, I love them. The yeah. big
4: team is up, and Asian AF is playing.
2: Oh yeah.
4: Uh so I'm pretty happy with that. And Landry and Summers were gonna do a set. Um Color Collective is doing a video for us, which is kind of cool. Uh who else? Oh, and Tuskegee Experiment is coming back. That's so great.
0: Um, and then Sean. All Is this going to be available after the fundraiser for people to like buy a video ticket to and then
5: watch yes. uh, after actually, the fundraiser?
4: Yeah, if for, they can do that now because if they pay $15, they get two options. I actually put all that up online today, Mr. James. Great. Um, basically, if you buy a $15 ticket, you have the option of coming to see us live, which I prefer you don't nasty yes, COVID
5: yeah, the right now, the
4: You Omnicron freaks. Uh, so <laughs> there's That's all the other team. Th- yeah, Omnicron. <laughs> That's also the name of my new woman with <laughs> so It's <there's> a musical. <laughs> uh but I I basically said if you wish to come you need to be triple vaxxed. You need to have an N95 or K95 mask. You have to keep it on. Mm-hmm. Um, and You have to have a temperature check when you come in. But if you don't want to go through that rigmarole, you send us an email with your $15 and there's a private YouTube link that people can go and watch on the day of.
1: Very cool.
4: Which will then go live on the Pack Theater's YouTube, a Pack Theater. I love you. I'm st- I still work for them, um, yeah. for the Ledge Theaters. The Ledge uh, Theaters. Hey, maybe the they'll ledge be generous theaters. and also
7: host it on their YouTube now that you've uh, <laughs> yeah. put them up yeah. to <laughs> it. Yeah.
4: <laughs> but YouTube, Twitch, um, IG, and also on my uh, on my professional site, too.
1: We'll make sure that there Online. are links in the show notes uh, for the podcast mm-hmm. so all of our listeners can easily track down exactly what you're talking about. Because this will go live after the date of the fundraiser.
5: Fun Riser, um, yeah, Fun Riser, <laughs> yes.
4: This, it's it's the Maya Angelou and the, the Fun Riser, yes. yes. and then we rise. <laughs> and this too shall rise. Yes.
5: Uh-huh.
1: So yeah, and we'll we'll, we'll mention it again at the end of the show. Hey there, just a quick cut in from Jet of the Future to let you know that the Ledge Theater show has uh, currently been moved to February eighteenth of twenty twenty two. But your best bet is to check the Ledge Theater website for updates, because who knows, that could change as well. So again, links will be in the show notes. Keep an eye on it. It's going to be a good one. It will definitely be available online, probably more virtual than planned, so that everyone can see, uh, see it and be safe in the process. All right, back to the show. Obviously, we have people, members of our team directly involved in this. These, these are, this is our direct community, and this is, is pretty vital for everybody. And, and I really do mean that for everybody. I've talked about this before. I mean, on a purely selfish level, I would rather watch entertainment that isn't about people who look like me and act like me and have my history, because that's not interesting to me. I, that's I, I,
4: interesting because i find it fascinating to me because it's right. not my history well and see
1: yeah. that yeah yeah well and see there's the difference exactly is all of the media is has been about me for so long that that's just it's like that. that's that's what i get to see all the time so now i finally have the opportunity to have more than just that um and so that is exactly the the, the reverse perspective is because yeah. yeah you're coming at it like it's oh. nice to finally see myself
4: yeah, it's, it's nice. to Well, I mean, considering I've been doing this particular thing pretty much all alone until I started We Be Negroes um, since 84. Mm. Uh, yeah. I'm old. I'm, I'm old <laughs> AF, man. That's why I started the seniors improv. I'm just like, hey, I'm still relevant. I'm uh, also still, out still relevant. Uh, I know a few
1: people on that team. Super fun.
4: Yeah. So um but yeah, it's different voices is important it's vital always has been. It just took a while for people to fucking realize that. That's all. Yeah. Yeah. Just took a it took a bit. You know, at least I'm still alive to see it. Yes. So um, it would really <laughs> is suck that the to bar?
1: die. Is that the bar,
2: Sean?
4: Well, no. no, yeah. <laughs> if I die and the racism is over, I'm gonna be really pissed.
2: <laughs> I'm like,
5: I miss, I miss right the rate of as you're racism.
4: fading away. <laughs> exactly. I be the same way. Like
2: I've been black this whole time. and We could have done that.
0: Yeah. Right. <laughs> Ooh. 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 This is some bullshit. Dad? Dad? What do you mean? Everyone's getting along now. Mother? I I got chased by German shepherds and sprayed with a fucking fire hose.
4: I was invited to Gary, Indiana without a problem whatsoever. Oh. Come on. I I died right before it all happened? Yeah, the moment the moment we put you in the ground in your casket, then there was a big world addendum that was sent out to everybody, and it oh. said, "Peace on earth, unless you want to die." So there are some, oh. there are some, you know, it, it's peaceful because people are afraid of oh. being racist. So it works
0: out well. But God, you look great for a ghost. I mean. You picked it's 35, fine. I got to pick. You? I got to pick my 19-year-old body, which is a little oh. bit weird, but it was when I was at my healthiest. It was during the war. Oh, sweetheart, sweetheart, uh, what about all the other isms that we hated? What about misogyny? Is that is that still a thing, or did we get rid of that, too?
4: Everything's gone. There's no isms. It's just like a John Lennon song. Oh, you missed out on a life of a John Lennon song.
0: Come on, what a load of
4: crap! I'm sorry, but Dad, you—you you look fantastic as a ghost. I just can't wait to die because if I get to choose exactly how Whoa. I look, oh, definitely
2: I'm going for oh, seventeen. Oh my God! You know, I thought this would be cool living on a yellow submarine. Um, yeah, but it's—it seems very isolating. It's just I- us. It, I, it just seems peaceful so, to me. It, I, I don't really, it,
8: really. It's like of all the songs that were gonna come true, it's
3: yeah. why this oh my one. Gosh. You guys, Did it have just... to be one that Ringo sang?
1: Oh I yeah, was just looking at this wrong. How can you not love Yellow? It's such a bright, cheery
2: color. We don't it... see that. We're on the inside of the the, the submarine. It's freaking olive drab in here. Can't
5: yeah, you I'm just sure it's visualize all fucking
3: octopus's gardens out there, but we're stuck in here.
1: It's yeah, God. this is this is just your mindset speaking. You gotta think about it. You gotta you gotta want to be happy. You gotta I want try. to see
2: Lucy in the sky with diamonds, but I can't because hey, we're underwater hey. in this damn submarine. Well meanwhile yeah. I
4: wanna do it in the
2: road. I mean no one's gonna be watching us.
8: Well we didn't get that song. We got the yellow submarine song, so nobody's doing it anywhere. We're True just stuck it. in here.
1: That's it. I was That's given the, the option story. of digging a pony, and I didn't even understand what that meant.
0: It could be so much worse, guys. I heard about a guy who got stuck at a Paul McCartney song, but it was simply having a wonderful Christmas time.
5: Oh God. Oh. God. Oh. God. oh, oh. You know, uh, so um, I want four orders of fries, two small
4: shakes. Four fries, two shakes. And world peace, please.
7: Uh. World peace. Yes, world peace,
4: please. Um, Did you get that right?
7: We, we got world peace on the menu? Well, we're all out of world peace. Oh. Um,
8: we just tr- ran out. You can have peace in just like a local area, Los Angeles well, or Chicago, uh, just a, a, like a, just an island, but we're all out of global worlds piece right well, now
4: I, I i really don't understand because your whole logo thing is have it your way and this is the way i want it
8: i know uh, there's a whole asterisk at the end yeah. of that which is have it your way the way that you want it and then the asterisk really small at the bottom and it says unless we're out
7: but we and, definitely oh. totally got your four fries two shakes for for real
4: okay
6: you guys don't think have it your way is just like leaves it open for interpretation too much no
3: well okay yeah. All right. What's a, give me the craziest order you got. All right. Yeah. Let's, let's see. Have, have it your way.
6: What, uh, what are you going to want? I want, uh, I don't know, a, a two shakes, two fries, and uh, <laughs> world peace. Okay. Put it on the menu. Yeah. Yeah. Put it yeah. on the menu.
3: World
1: peace. Yeah. We, 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 we got this cover. Look Come on. You really think we're a giant multinational corporation here? We can give people anything they want.
6: Anything. I'm just I'm we just saying our world. competition just kind of just kind of Italian they they just threw some some Italian flair on there with the, and then I'm loving it. that there's not a lot for interpretation in there is what I'm saying. I'm just saying we should keep up with the competition.' you're, you're right? saying, we saying we
1: should lower ourselves to the standard of our competition.
3: We, what happened to reaching a higher? We are burger king, okay? We're mm. not the burger deputy mayor. You're, right. <laughs> right. We are the top. Until a burger empire arises and absorbs us into another bunch of burger countries, we are the top that you can. Be. I mean, and maybe if there was a burger god,
1: god, but we're an atheist organization. So, I, that's that's true.
2: Oh my! I was having a nightmare. I was. I was. Which one? I was, having a, I, I was having a nightmare. I was. Was it the what about you? Was it the what about your accent? <laughs> no, that one comes and goes Much like the accent itself.
6: Paul's accent goes
3: Anyway in, in Hey guys, really? it's me, Paul McCartney What's going on over <laughs> here? Well, cool. <laughs>
5: uh, oh, we
8: never found out what he wanted No, no. <laughs> oh.
7: <laughs> and we never will
8: beautiful beautiful oh, and that was that was actually if on. you watch
7: that
0: Beatles documentary that oh, so was good. Paul's nightmare that they wouldn't take the time to listen to his song ideas yes yeah. yeah oh really well yeah, done. yeah. paul just loved going in there and like just talking about his dreams for like 45 minutes and oh yeah he's it's one of those guys 8 hours but the, it is it is
1: fantastic
4: wait Here's wait i just i just because i'm a big beatles fan let me just get this straight stephen paul mccartney bitched about not getting any of his songs possibly done McCur- uh, i'm McCarthy. totally Are you i'm kidding totally me? full of shit
5: yeah, yeah I'm okay totally full i'm of just making because I, I have yes.
4: not watched this and if i did not see him bitching yeah then i would come i am that monster
1: because that's almost literally what happened <laughs> with, with george harrison george harrison doesn't get his shit uh respected at all uh for oh, quite some time man. through that special like it's 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 worth watching i highly recommend get back on disney plus
4: yeah, I have to um, get Disney Plus. I I really hate the evil mouse, but
0: I, yeah. I, I oh. got Hamilton. This such yeah. And now I, I I'm will going to the There are many people who, uh, is this being recorded? Uh, because yep. there are many people, Sean, who I like a lot less than you who have my Disney Plus password. So uh, (laughs) we'll we'll chat offline. We'll chat offline. Yeah. Yeah. As a matter of fact.
4: Again, you're becoming sexy and sexier, Mr. (laughs) James. With each passing password.
1: Exactly. (laughs) Now, this actually, uh, this this subject is kind of a good segue into our episode question this week, which is starting a little late in the show, but there's never such a thing as too late. Um, So our question this week is, what embarrassing piece of pop culture changed your life? Uh, and feel free to fudge pop culture, feel free to fudge embarrassing, feel free to fudge how big of a change it was. But what does that uh what
0: does that mean to you? Feel was... free to talk about the book super fudge Yes.
1: Yes. yes. Let's do life. it. Yeah, I Going bet that's on the list. changed a lot of lives. Yeah. So, uh who's got something?
4: Let's uh let's The Move the Monkeys movie head. Oh. oh. Has anyone seen this movie? I have no, the
7: monkeys no, have like not. the it six, is like the, the band, monkeys right? band. Like
4: hey hey, no, we're the monkeys? the monkeys band. Hey hey, Mon- we're oh. the monkeys. Yeah, yeah. that's
6: like their, their magical monkeys. mystery tour. No, no, no. Is their magical Don't mystery tour, and it's right. directed
4: by Jack Nicholson. What? Wow! And that's um, so cool. Um, watch. And if you watch this movie, basically all the guys from Easy Rider are in it. So <laughs> Dennis Hopper is in it. It is a com- I the first thing that it was one of the first movies I got stoned to, and. It, Frank Zappa is in this movie.
2: Oh my god! So it, hold, all... hold on, just one second. Just as as she's saying this, everybody
0: is stunned except Saint James, who's nodding his head. Yes, of course. Okay. Yes, I'm familiar I'm, with I'm this. I'm a trivia <laughs> nerd. I know. I've never seen this movie, but I know everything about this movie. It's a total acid trip, right? It's, it's a crazy film that's all over the place. Uh-huh. Um, and yeah, and so like all like I know about this movie, but I haven't seen it because I haven't been able to get a hold of it. Yeah, well, you never need never to come over this.
4: to the house, Mister James, and watch I, it. I, because there's basically
0: the two movies
4: that I kept literally Laurie Anderson's home of the brave and the monkeys movie head, because this movie is so surreal. Also it has some of the most graphic images of Vietnam that you will ever (laughs) see. Um, You can find some of these clips on YouTube, by the way, but I remember watching it get, this is something that I remember watching it getting stoned Mm -hmm. with a bunch of my friends who were in geese company. And I remember saying when they, when I saw the Vietnam thing, I said, this is something that I will remember for the rest of my life. Hmm. And it basically changed how I thought about indie movies,
5: Mm -hmm.
4: about the Beatles, (laughs) about the monkeys, because some of the songs on you can get the soundtrack of head are actually really fucking good. Yeah. I'm like, who knew? Who knew that they weren't a all boy? 60s band i mean it's kind of and they're really political through the whole thing oh man that so i look at everything through the lens of being stoned and watching victim <laughs> and the monk victim's hair and the monkeys dancing in victim hair
1: <laughs> oh that sounds that sounds brilliant
4: yeah, it's surreal. Every I seriously, movie night when everybody right. doesn't yeah. have, you know, diseases or anything that might get me sick.
1: And you yeah. said there's some YouTube clips. If you remember, pass them along and I'll I'll add them into the show notes too for people. Yeah, but, the monkeys uh, had
4: fun. it's on YouTube, seriously. I think you can find the whole damn movie on YouTube too. Oh. Yeah. Oh that's wow. great.
1: Uh I was thinking about this from my end, um, just to, you know, because obviously I'm asking the question, so I might as well have something. And mine's a little, uh, a little odd. You deserve an um, answer once
7: in a while, Jet.
5: Yeah.
1: Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Um, but one thing that one that was really big for me was uh, the show uh, was on Showtime, I believe. Uh, Penn and Teller's bullshit. Oh yeah.
5: And yes. It's tricky.
1: It's tricky to call it uh, pop culture because, like, it's just a, you know, it's cable, and at that time, especially cable was less prominent than it is now. Premium cable. And you know, so it's not that pop culture and it's mostly a brilliant show because it absolutely did have a huge impact on the way I approached a lot of thought processes the critical thinking of that show was incredible um the the way the way it just made you look at things everybody accepts as true and and question how much they really were and there were a few things that like I was already super familiar with and a bunch of stuff I really really wasn't. But it completely opened my mind to questioning everything to a degree that I hadn't
0: realized. I hmm. loved that show. Can yeah. I, uh, my favorite segment was, I think it was on gourmet food mm-hmm. or like people who had to have the best of everything. Yes. That's what it was. The idea of the best. Was it and the water And they take this guy who describes himself as a foodie and they take yeah. him to a fancy restaurant. Yes. Um, but they have uh, a special chef there who takes only ingredients from the 99 cent store. Yes. Uh, to make his food. Yeah. And then has them describe it to him in these absolutely true but absolutely, like, loving and flowery descriptors. <laughs> and every time he's like, oh, you know, it's like Steakums. And he's like, what are you telling his date? Like, oh, you just press it against the top of your mouth and then you, you really can get the flavor out of it that way. Yeah. And just what a douche it's such I a good show i think it was uh.
6: that
1: show that had the water sommelier as well um that that you know basically they, they had all these these very fancy waters that they were serving people um and with these fancy uh descriptions of where they got them in the world and how they were prepared and it was literally a guy in the back with a hose off the back of the, the building filling <laughs> it from, from from the the, the, the tap it's, it's so
5: um, you know
1: and so the I love the show for so many of those things that really opened my eyes to a lot of ideas. Um, it, and the reason I considered it all embarrassing was they also famously had an episode where they demonstrated that climate change is bullshit and we don't need to believe in it because, uh, the climate, you know, has always changed throughout history and it's nothing. And so like the show, because Penn Gillette has classically very well been known as a libertarian. Yeah. Um, you could tell that the Cato Institute was heavily in one of their big influences in their research, you know, and occasionally they get things right. And occasionally like this, they are very biased and they did eventually not, unfortunately not in the show, but outside of the show, they did admit that they got that episode wrong and apologized for that. Mm -hmm. Um, but you know there were you know and there were a few silly episodes like one about uh dolphins and the fact that dolphins and the fact that people love dolphins is bullshit and it was like it was little things like that. There's like this is just <laughs> you guys more are stretching. Of an opinion uh, really yeah. Right. yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, but
0: I come on, remember, yeah. I mean, we're right. all fucking thinking right. it, okay? Right. Those dolphins have gotten a free ride long enough. You know what they are? Shitty whales. I said it. I'm not afraid right. for having said it. Flippers okay? Nielsen
2: uh, ratings okay. were always inflated. Let's be honest about that, right? <laughs> yes. On yeah, true. Yeah. Yes, yeah. Mr.
5: Ad was next always Next, we're the debunking
7: real
3: deal. sweaters.
7: <laughs> <laughs> bullshit had a had a pretty uh, well viewed segment on vaccines like ten years ago. Um, uh, yes, uh, I believe
0: so. And yeah. in what context did they refer to vaccines? Yeah, this is taking a turn
8: for me mentally right now.
4: <laughs> I have coming to something
7: fascinating. The effectiveness. Sorry, not like not in their bullshit about and... their, their shitty views yeah. on climate change. Actually, like point because you know, yeah, talking about how. Around like five, six years ago, we were having this argument about vaccines because of a measles outbreak. And right. that's mm-hmm. really when that like the, the crunchy anti-vax movement started, which was at the time really just like a pretty niche group I of like far left people. I like the idea of
4: crunchy anti-vax.
7: <laughs> yes.
3: It's easily <laughs> the worst cereal. Yeah. It's- and, it's- <laughs> and it's
8: made by Kellogg's. Yeah. Not enough berries. Yeah. Yeah. Uh.
3: It's um. literally
0: sickly sweet.
3: But that that is the weird thing like are like us evolving like devolving in science
0: mm-hmm. to the
3: point yeah. where like my grandmother would be like can you read some basic motherfucking science here? <laughs> this is oh, not yeah. they were doing it in the fifteenth fucking century. Yeah. They stuck a needle in somebody with smallpox but just a needle. Yes. <laughs> read a goddamn book, you motherfucker. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> you sorry about those words were ever uttered by my grandmother. That was I word can't for it word. escape.
6: Crunchy anti vax oops all comorbidities. Uh, <laughs> <dear>. <laughs> You can you can edit that so it's back uh, <laughs> at the right time, but I didn't want to interrupt. Uh, yeah, there we
1: go. Yeah, love that conversations the, about editing. That does remind me that we do have uh, we do have sponsors. We do. What, what, what do we have, Michael Hyman? Uh, well, tell me.
7: We do have. You know, we have an overall sponsor for this episode. Actually, uh, this oh, episode great. of Super Legit is brought to you by the Bits Commission. Bits have some fun, even if it's just a little bit. Oh, but we also Love have like a, a full-on. We have a few ads as usual. But we have uh, Sean Michael. You have an ad for us this evening.
2: Yeah, uh, I I uh, got an ad last minute. I didn't even. Um, I wasn't really looking uh, for this ad. They came to me. Um, I was back home visiting my folks. Can Can I Phoenix. just remind you? You are supposed to be looking for ads. Well, uh, no. I was not looking for this particular ad. Okay. And, uh, All right. Good. Sounds like this one found me. you. Just
1: Do do your job. Thank you. So
2: I'm on it totally (laughs) all over. Um, Jack getting a little bossy here. (laughs) I I just, well, I'm just setting the the, the table to tell you guys that I have not um, listened to this yet. So I can't vouch for any of this, but uh, it is what it is. Um, Should I just pop the tape in? Coming to all our Virgin ears. Let's go. A paid message from the Arizona Tourism Board. We're Arizona, and we're open. <laughs> Listen, we all know we're a red state, and I mean I died in the red blood of white jesus red state, but that doesn't mean we won't happily take your liberal tear-soaked dollars. Arizona depends on tourism because, frankly, we got nothing else to offer but to say, hey, we got stuff to see, and you probably got eyes, so come visit us, maybe? <laughs> Arizona offers lib-vacationers and lefty sightseers the chance to see how real Americans live. Are you a fan of good old American history? U.S. history buffs come visit the furthest most Western Civil War battlefield right here in Arizona, the Battle of Picacho Pass, which for the record was won by the Confederates. You can't miss the giant Confederate flag signpost at the turnoff. Although you may get it mixed up with all the other Confederate flags, Confederate flag hats, Confederate flag bumper stickers, Confederate flag t-shirts, Confederate flag belt buckles, Confederate flag beer cozies, Confederate flag tattoos, you get the point. If you're a fan of more recent history slash current events, we aren't still fighting the Civil War. We're also still recounting the 2020 election. Also under more recent history, come see the very spot in Phoenix where one of Arizona's most famous criminals, Ernesto Arturo Miranda was arrested and whose coerced confession prompt the Supreme Court decision giving us Miranda rights. Then go see the spot where he was stabbed to death in a good old-fashioned Phoenix bar fight. (laughs) Speaking of Phoenix, not into history and more of a big city guy? That's right, I said guy. Gender specific. I'm only talking to those with penises. You know, the ones who should make decisions like it says so in the Bible. Bros. We got all the big city you can want in Phoenix. Come see why Arizona ranked number one on the list of worst places to live in 2021 through all the big city magic of poor air quality, low public health funding, high crime rates, and a lack of inclusiveness. Speaking of health, wintertime got you down? Find it getting dark so early? What with the commie conspiracy daylight savings time hoax? Well, none of that here. Not that we in Arizona are into anything as metaphysical as feelings, but if you think you're suffering from seasonal depression disorder or any number of made-up socialist maladies, Phoenix isn't called the Valley of the Sun can place for nothing. Soak up that wintertime sunshine, but careful not to get too brown, or you just may get swept up in one of our famous citizens' arrests as a suspected illegal. (laughs) Where self-appointed militia kidnap you right off the streets, bound and drag you to the Arizona-Mexico border. But please, don't get our all-white, pro-white militia confused with the Klan. The Klan does not exist in Arizona, mostly because the trees just don't grow big enough or strong enough to support a body. Hang somebody from a Palo Verde, their feet are touching. Try hanging somebody from a palm tree, you can't get them out far enough, they're holding on the trunk, you end up playing tether boy. Speaking of trees, do you love the splendor and mystery of nature? Arizona is home to the Grand Canyon, where you can see more than 1 billion years worth of rock exposed, which is a mystery since the world is only 6,000 years old. (laughs) Arizona is also home to uh, the world's largest and best-preserved meteor crater. Because of meteor crater and the Grand Canyon, I mean, I get it, but please stop calling us the whole state. Come visit All the history, the splendor, the magic, and the mystery that is the state of Arizona. Sure, here, there is a ton of anger and and hate, but hey, it's Arizona. It's a dry hate, so it's tolerable. (laughs) Leave your mask at home, but be sure to bring your gun. We're Arizona, and we're open. Wide open. Wait, that's going to play right into the whole joke. Can can we edit the last part out? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> okay again i did i did i did uh, not um i yeah. have never oh. ever wanted to go to
1: arizona more than i did a few seconds before that ad yeah
6: <laughs> yeah and they just turned blue
3: yeah I, I don't think they realized that yet i think their tourism videos they really stepped up their tourism outreach since public enemies by the time i get to arizona
2: yeah uh, <laughs> classic I, yeah. hip-hop um, wow. as I, as I said up front, I didn't, um, check this out at all, but like oh, that's clear in the, the real time fact checking, uh, there are three things I feel like didn't work. Like, uh, number one, mm-hmm. uh, human emotions and feelings aren't metaphysical. I don't know that that's true. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't, I don't know that daylight savings time is a communist hoax. And uh, number three, uh, they said Arizona is tolerable.
0: I, I cannot find evidence of that anywhere on the <laughs> internet as I was listening to this. <laughs> so, um, I will say I found that ad to be deeply problematic, and I am offended that they referred to Phoenix as a big city.
4: the hanging from tree parts.
0: Uh, oh, I mean, I've been to Arizona. I know that that's all just fact-based. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, uh, Phoenix is a big city by traffic metrics. It does make me think that, you know, uh, maybe Arizona is going to replace Ohio. Uh, a paradise for the incompetent <laughs> as our most hated state <laughs> on this podcast.
1: It's yeah. good to it's good to shift around a little yeah. bit. Uh, just spread yeah. the uh, spread the hate. Uh, when we go back to
7: bashing Ohio, it'd be like going mm-hmm. home. Wait yeah. till we get to Mississippi. To Dry hate.
0: Yeah.
4: Well, someone <laughs> Some do something hate. about Indiana, so that would be a you know <laughs> no, Indianapolis gonna... specifically.
3: The state so. motto is still we call it the dog Indiana. <laughs> uh. <laughs>
1: That would be
8: really brilliant
1: marketing. Yep. To tie that in. Uh Michael Hyman, I think you also brought us an advertiser this oh, week. I did. Yeah. I, I did. Uh, you know. You are the most consistent uh uh seller of, of advertising space. Uh SMB. Really uh pay attention to this man.
7: Well thank you. I'm watching and, you. Uh you know, like i said before, I try to find uh things that, you know. Oh, overlooked products and things that, you know, maybe you wouldn't normally get a fair shake on another, you know, reputable podcast, but for us I think it's perfect. So fringe, fringe uh, we've called hmm, them, yeah. Yeah, fringe. fringe I, yeah.
0: Hmm. Okay, I'm not offended by the fact that you referred to us as not reputable, but okay, <laughs> All right, keep going.
7: <laughs> anyway, here's uh here's the ad. I'm just gonna, you know, cl- click on it right here. Hey folks, have you wanted to go to a museum that highlights something you've never seen before? will come out to New England, Connecticut specifically, to turn the the only museum dedicated to the classic field medic technique known as a tourniquet. Way back when in the colonies of America, when our country was first starting out, people died of blood loss all the time. And then, one magical day, a man named John Hodgman, a descendant of the current John Hodgman, decided to take a stick and some loose fabric on someone bleeding and dying and tie it around that wound to quote, in the blood and save their life. <laughs> Come down to tourniquetiquets where you walk through the hall of elbows and see all the different ways <laughs> elbows have killed people and tourniquets have saved them. You're going to walk through the museum never once asking yourself what do you call that thing because tourniquets will be everywhere. The only museum in the upper 48 states dedicated solely to tourniquets and the state of Connecticut. You will get. You will feel yourself absolutely opposite of anemic, with all the blood that you will see, consume, and have on you when you exit the museum. Don't forget to bring a poncho if you're a little squeamish. tourniquetiquette the best tourniquet, uh, focus museum in the Upper 48. <laughs>
5: Wow. Oh, I'm glad wow. you had me
7: pay
2: special attention to that. That was bloody good. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. I will say also,
0: <laughs> I've actually uh, been to that museum because my wife went to Connecticut College. Oh. So every five years we go for the reunion. Amazing. And uh, the children's portion of that museum is so great. It's interactive. It's hands on. They really let the kids get in there. They're putting tourniquets on each other. They've got neck tourniquets. Amazing. There's like the blood pool where they can Wait, collect. Uh, could go blood. wrong Hold on, pretty nuts. quick. Clarification: uh, a, a neck tourniquet <laughs> isn't
2: that called choking?
0: Yeah. Uh, well, not what it's a kid. Yeah. Yeah. Not, not in
3: no. the NYPD manual. <laughs>
1: also, yeah. I, I appreciate uh, you know the, the truth in uh, uh, their wording very carefully. I will say the museum dedicated to tourniquets and Connecticut that's in Hawaii is a little bit better.
5: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, is not everything better in Hawaii? Hawaii? Yeah, I, Nothing yes, is better absolutely. than
4: Hawaii. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I will say that
3: right now, straight off. I just want to say how refreshing it is to see a museum that's not under the thumb of Big Pharma, uh, who can really get with
5: (laughs) natural
3: remedies that solve those problems, right? Do you want to be a guinea pig for a technology that's only a couple hundred years old?
5: No.
6: Especially when Pfizer has their tourniquet pill. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Just down the street
0: from that tourniquet museum, too, is the gangrene museum. Oh. Mm.
5: Mm-hmm.
7: you know, they do mm-hmm. a Christmas promotion together I hear. Yeah, it's Ooh. the red and the green. Yes. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and the I white is the
3: bit, people of Connecticut.
0: You know, I have a bit of uh, an embarrassing pop culture moment. Uh, and it, it really it, it defined me because it made me realize that, like, you can pack yourself in a box, but you're never going to stop being exactly who you are. Like a cat. Uh, so I'm in college. Uh, And there's this uh, woman who I I am interested in, uh, uh, who I have invited out to hang out with some of my friends. And it's like going to be her first time meeting my friends. And it's like all of my college relationships. It's we're not actually dating, but uh, I'm interested in her and she's interested in me and she knows I'm interested in her. And I have no idea that she thinks I exist. Right? So uh, (laughs) I know exactly what you're talking about. I'm
7: here with you. Yeah, I'm listening every
0: single signal that she's giving me. So we get to my friend's apartment, and I did not know that my friends were planning on having a Red Dwarf marathon that night. So for those of you who don't know, Red Dwarf is a British sitcom. uh, Mm. And it's about a guy uh, who is flying through space. And he is part of like a janitorial crew. He's a very low level guy on this spaceship, but he winds up being frozen in stasis. And then something happens on the ship and he's thought out millions of years later. And he's the one survivor of this ship because he's been in stasis this entire time. And his pet cat has now invol- evolved to like this humanoid cat uh, that can interact with him. And uh, the most annoying person that was on the crew with him has been reincarnated as a hologram. So now he's flying through space and he's having like these space, hilarious British sitcom adventures. And for our female <laughs> identifying members of the or is team. Is this is live action? No, this live. is live action. That, yeah, okay. and it sounds for, like Doctor Who, but not. Yeah, yes. For our female identifying listeners uh, and members of the team or anyone who's attracted to other people, you're thinking, <laughs> Wow. I've never been less sexually aroused than I am in this moment. (laughs) You said there was a cat. Uh, 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 It's a really, really, really fun. A guy floating in space? It's a fun show, and it's hilarious, and I stand by it because I haven't seen it in at least 10 years. But I get there, and my friends are watching this, and everybody's super nerding out about it, and I'm trying to be like, play it cool, my man, play it cool. (laughs) Just pretend that you're like, hey, maybe, yeah, this is kind of fun, but hey, let's chat over here, and we'll have some drinks while these guys talk, and you and I will have conversation. And then one of my friends made the mistake of misquoting an episode. Um, (laughs) And so I'm sitting over there having a drink in mid-conversation, and I can just feel it. Yep. Welling up. I can mm-hmm. feel the, well, actually, Ooh. like yeah, <laughs> right there
5: in that <laughs> part uh. of
0: my throat. And I couldn't force it down. I could not force it down. And there are many reasons why that relationship wound up not progressing. <laughs> uh, but uh, I feel like that was definitely one on that long list. Mm.
5: Wow.
0: Mm. But yeah, I was that'll... right, too. I yeah. should say that as well. I, I had it right.
8: Well, you have that. Yeah. I love that you no pulled one a victory can out, out of that at the you. very
0: end. Yeah. Yeah. Of course. <laughs> Of course, what is life except for, like, if, you, if you're happy right now, every loss that you had was actually a victory. Right. Yeah. 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 And you know what? Relationships
3: come and go. But my knowledge of a show that I uh, <laughs> then went on to not watch for 10 years, uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's what lasts forever.
8: That is a forever thing.
3: Yeah.
1: Super. Yeah, no. Let's let's go in and uh, I'll I'll meet your kids. Like I think we're ready for that stage. Let's. You uh, really think we are? Yeah. I, I don't know. I've been burned too
4: often. I just bef- be- be- before you, uh... <laughs>
1: just cough oh, it right. out. Just cough no, it I'm out. i good. Cool. All right. All right.
4: Uh, hold on. I just need to light another one.
1: Okay. All right.
4: <clears throat> before you go, on, I just got to ask you a couple of questions
1: shoot just before go before you it.
4: meet the kids yeah are you down with elmo you have to be cuz that's all i watch anymore my whole life is nothing but one
1: ongoing elmo i i mean El- elmo the the, the 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 muppet the 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 sesame street muppet we're talking about
4: yes what other Elmo do you think I'm fucking talking about?
1: I just I want to make sure our terms are clear here that we're talking about the same thing here. We're talking do about. Do you the think
4: loop. I was fucking some guy named Elmo? And I was like, oh, make sure you're okay with Elmo. Did well, you think that? Well, who do you think I am? Yes, it would I have be kids by two different guys. It
1: would be embarrassing for me if I assumed you meant the, the the little red furry guy, and I go in and in fact, yeah, like there's a guy in a gimp suit in there or something. You know, I don't know. Who I don't do know you what you're into.
4: I Who the hell are you? Why would you think that? What gave you the impression I might have a gimp in a red suit in my house?
1: I I, I didn't it, to be clear. I didn't specify that the gimp was red. The red gimp could have been a black suit, a white suit. I, okay. <laughs> all right, I, I have to admit this is actually kind of working for me, so.
4: <laughs> all
1: right,
4: so just ask okay. the fucking question, yes or no. Do you like Elmo?
1: I mean, people used to call me Mr. Noodle. Okay. This, this is good. It, uh, character on Elmo. I know. Okay. But right. okay,
4: nonetheless. That's my way of saying That's to you, a-
1: yes, I like Elmo. Okay. I can do this. I can get down with Elmo. All it's right. Fine.
4: I'm just let me just find my keys. All right. Wait, hold up, rabbit keys. Oh, that's
6: for the whatever. mom. I could hear you out uh, here. Is, oh is yeah. Uh, hey, I so my, both, I, hey, I got my. Hey, I got my. You me. just
4: let us in that goddamn house.
6: Yeah. I. Um, it's it's nice <laughs> to I was just meet you. Watching Elmo.
1: You uh, you must be little hey. uh, little Peter.
4: Well, he's uh, not. I mean, he's 27.
6: But, you know. <laughs> okay. Uh,
0: I'm Peter. He's Michael. Oh, hey. Yeah.
4: Yeah. He's 30.
6: Named after the Saints, you yeah. dick. Yeah.
1: <laughs> whoa. Whoa. Hey. I, I, off to a bad start. Yeah, I, I'm sorry. I don't know if I did anything to offend you two. Uh, I just, you know, since your mom and I have been uh, boning, I just wanted to like, get to know hey, the two. Hey, of hey. You.
4: they're still too young to hear that. They don't want to imagine their mother having sex with someone else. Do you, boys?
0: Mom? God, yeah. gross. See? I mean, I don't honestly don't think I'm ever going to be old enough to hear that. Yeah, See? but certainly no. not at thirty. Okay, exactly. All right. Well, since
1: uh, your mom so, uh, and I have been uh, noodling, your name? Oh, it's it's, it's Roger. Okay. Huh. So Roger,
5: Roger Comanici. Okay. I'm, uh,
0: I'm hearing Comanici. Yeah, Comanici. You're Cominici.
5: Romanian. I, yeah, Polish. it's a family
1: thing. I don't really follow the the, the bloodline or anything, but yeah.
6: I thought uh, so I, I, uh, I I thought it was Bulgarian. You sure?
1: Honestly, I I, I would have to check my forty-seven and me results.
5: <laughs> okay. All
0: right. So, so I heard you talking with our mom about how you think you're down with Elmo. Yeah. Where do you stand on Rocco? Hmm?
5: Uh, when we say oh, Rocco, this is,
4: I, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna just interject really fast. This is a really touchy subject. We have guns in the house. Continue. Oh, boy. All
0: Where right, uh- do you stand... On Rocco. Let's just be sure
1: we're talking about, we're talking about the little marsupial guy with the cow friend, right?
0: No, no, no. No? I'm talking about how Elmo's friend has a pet rock that everyone (sighs) pretends is real, except Elmo is like, hey, it's a rock. Why are we treating this rock like it's a real person? But everybody continues to fucking gaslight Elmo until finally he rightfully (laughs) loses his fucking shit and demands that people respect him. So, hey, Peter, Michael, mom,
3: Bulgarian hi. dude, me and Davey are trying to watch Elmo in here. So can we keep it down a little bit? Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, I'm sorry. What was your name again? Mickey? Mickey.
1: Mickey. I'm sorry. He's, I don't mean he's to 20. like the same. He's 20. Oh, and I'm all right.
8: his friend, Davey.
4: Hey, hey, Davey. How you doing? Uh, hey, how's I'm doing your mom good, doing? But,
8: oh, she's good. She she just got out of rehab.
4: That's a, Yeah. You know, it's, it's tough when you do good that much meth.
8: Yeah, she does a lot of meth. That's hard to cook, uh, to kick.
5: It's hard to cook, too. It's both. It's
8: hard to cook and kick, it turns out. Anyway, Elmo's the only thing that brings me peace.
6: All right. That's why Davy spends so much time here. Davy's like a member of the family. That's right.
8: They let me sleep in the closet.
0: It's (laughs) a walk-in. Yeah, they...
5: Basically, this is a pretty full This is really
1: giving family. I gotta say, I'm I'm so happy to, to, to meet you all, to be part of th- and to ask you, answer your question, uh Peter. Uh I feel like you know, reading the room and you know, really searching my heart, uh, I gotta say, I think Rocco has a
6: real a real soul. Oh, fuck you. Yo, yeah, that is not <laughs> at all. Yeah, kick this guy out of here. Legit. Legit. <laughs>
5: Dude, that scene really
2: begs the question uh, whatever happened to Barney oh, oh who gives a fuck
5: I love <laughs> you and
0: you love me you freak Jet, <laughs> I got a pretty good feeling that uh, Jets this is the age difference between Jets kids and my kids Jet, <laughs> you had to endure Barney didn't you
1: uh, no no thankfully okay. no uh, I All think right. I think I think my daughter might have been just at the tail end of Barney so I think she did watch just like a tiny little bit of it but it was pretty much dead at that point so thankfully whew, I dodged that bullet yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, but hopefully Barney didn't
6: <laughs> that's the great thing about children's entertainment there's always new bullets <laughs> oh, well Barney's on I think it's on it's on Netflix or it's on mm. one of the streaming yes. services nothing's Owns ever dead the catalog <laughs> yeah.
8: there's so many terrifying kids like Mascots slash oh, yeah. like that they like pawn off as being good, but they're just mm-hmm. terrifying. Like Teletubbies, mm-hmm. awful, yes. Tera- oh, This giant, yeah. ju- yeah. this huge thing with a television on its chest is supposed yeah. to be this comforting.
1: How how uh, are you with how are you with Gumby back in the day? Oh, yeah, I remember Gun- so. did you know about Gumby or Captain Kangaroo. Captain Kangaroo
4: was so scary. And yeah. I hate to say it, I love Mr. Rogers, mm. but I'm sorry, his puppets scared me living daylight. The meow, meow cat, the meow, oh, meow cat. Yeah. I'm like, i like, I like cats, but meow, meow this. No. I don't really talk meow, meow That was before English. I had
1: fast forwarding, but God, I would have fast forwarded through those if I could, because those <laughs> yeah. were the worst yeah. parts of those uh, episodes.
4: And, yeah, and don't get me started. My, one of my favorite children's things when I was younger, everything gave me nightmares. Mm-hmm. Uh, everything I love gave me nightmares Good example, Willy Wonka Oh yeah. sure oh,
3: well that, But that but was yeah, intentional That would give yeah. you nightmares as an adult
1: That is Saw for children Yeah, at,
3: yeah.
5: exactly
1: <laughs> <laughs> Oh my
4: god
5: <goodness. laughs>
1: <laughs> That is such
4: a good Yes, but one of my Favorite things I used to do because I don't have Children, not for lack of trying of course But I don't have children But I my, I have like 13 Nieces and nephews hmm. Mm-hmm. And when they were younger, and I, I would babysit them. I put them to sleep and every I'd scare the crap out of them before they even saw it. I go, don't know which direction you are going. <laughs> Is it raining? Is it snowing? Is a hurricane a blow? And they're like, <laughs> yeah, and now they like me still. And we go <laughs> drinking.
1: He famously would not uh, rehearse that in front of the kids. The very first time they saw it was on on film when they did the take because he wanted them to be terrified yeah uh, right. and it worked it really yeah. and, worked
4: and, and well, don't get me started about the backgrounds of of chicken's heads being cut off uh-huh and, yeah. uh yay you
3: know i mean that that is a movie that in which a contest is held in which seven children are murdered uh And then the one child who wins was the prize of living and getting out of a slightly less elder abusing home
0: with his grandfather. It yeah. truly horror. is the
8: horror structure. You're absolutely yeah. right. Seriously, yeah. it's the song.
0: He gets to take over as the guy who runs the murder factory. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Yep. It's
3: like the Hunger Games in one movie. Yeah. It's <laughs> like <laughs> Apt Pupil. It
8: is so dead on. Uh, uh,
4: Absolutely true. Another one that scared me when I was a kid, uh, that is a kids' movie. Christmas movies, any rankin' and bass movie.
3: Oh yeah. Oh yeah, oh, uh, any rankin and stuff. Ba- yeah. The line uh, between rankin' and bass and uh Hellraiser is very <laughs> <sad>.
4: <laughs> Yeah. Um, exactly. You're just nailing this, man. But yeah, the 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 year with, a year without a Santa Claus is the one that has Mickey Rooney as Santa? and mm. heat miser and and oh yes, miser you know that on
2: Mister 101
4: one, friends call me yeah. but that's actually a cool part but it's it's that white christmas dude he gets on the ice and he goes and he spins around in his little minion uh, i guess from his loin <laughs> guys who are dancing and he's spinning around you got to rewatch it he's spinning around then his body stop oh uh, no his head stops but his body keeps spinning
5: oh so exorcist style
4: it's yeah. absolutely it's like wow this is a christmas movie and then they're fighting mother nature is a bitch i'm just oh, like yeah. wow
5: <laughs> mother nature no. is a bitch you know it's funny mother it's like nature. little things She's like bitch. that
2: because i loved i still love dick van dyke um mm-hmm. as a as a person and a performer But and I love the movie, um, Chitty, Chitty, Bang, Bang. But I was absolutely terrified of the child stealer, like, yeah, dude. It was like when when he pokes his head down in there, like that surprise jump thing, it oh god, it was terrifying. And I could, as a child, I could not watch it, I would have to turn away from the TV and Mm -hmm. shove my little face in the couch. When when Benny Hill could do nothing
4: Uh to save that movie from being frightening. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Benny Hill cannot do a god. Goddamn- Every time when I look at Hans, my husband, who looks like Benny Hill, I go, You
0: saved that movie.
5: <laughs>
0: that is the only time I've heard you say something unkind about Hans are you kidding me? <laughs> really? We're kind about Benny Hill.
4: Wait, really? You, you, you never heard me <laughs> that say that. He's so he's the most translucent man I've ever met in my entire life. I married the most <laughs> translucent man on the
1: face of that the could planet. be a
3: positive quality. You married Slim Goodbody. Yeah, I did. <laughs> yeah,
5: I
1: did. Another talking about other creepy characters. Yeah,
3: <laughs> Compton, you have oh.
4: more pigmentation. Than Hans. <laughs> oh, and you're and, pretty damn white.
3: Yeah, if you can't see me, uh, if you're listening to the podcast, you can't see me because the light is reflecting off my body and blinding you. Well, because <laughs> no one can see you because, again,
7: this is an audio medium. Yeah. Exactly. Um, we call yeah, it a
4: have, podcast, but back right. in the day, it used to be called radio.
7: Right, yeah. <laughs> um,
3: Before that, it was called shouting. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, anybody Um, else
1: got any of those
3: uh, those pop culture bits? I'll say like this, like this comes from when I was younger, almost every decision I made in my life was based on whether or not I would get a good story out of it. Mm -hmm. And so this extended to uh, me uh, graduating from college. Uh, My thesis was a 120 page screenplay about the Harlem Globetrotters. Uh, yes. And I did this expressly so that at some point in my life, I could meet someone from the Harlem Globetrotters and say, "Hey, man, you guys are the reason I graduated from college," and then walk away and never explain it.
4: <laughs> <laughs> just walk up to Madalock Lemon and go, man. Oh, "Man,
3: just, just," and and then now you figure it out. <laughs> um, so yeah, like I, a lot of my life has been defined by just like, eh, let's, there's gotta be some way to make that inexplicable, to, to jump in with this weird piece of pop culture you're, and you're, make it a story.
4: Your thesis is so much better than mine because I wanted to just freak everybody out at the school I went to. Um, I went to Kenwood Academy in Chicago and I wanted to freak everybody out because everyone was doing all these very important pieces of meaning and, or very wacky or zany stuff. I went in the completely opposite direction. I had just read and just saw Triumph of the Will. Or actually, no, Lenny Riefenstahl's movie.
5: Uh, yeah, it's is, Triumph of the Will.
4: Yeah, it's Triumph of the Will. Yeah. Um, and I was like, I'm going to do an entire, entire dissertation on World War II with a thrust on Lenny Riefenstahl. And I turned this thing in. I, uh, I graduated early. I got high grades on it, but I got a note on it, which is, be happier.
5: <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, that note was both to you and Lenny Riefenstahl. Right, <laughs> yeah. Lenny uh,
4: Riefenstahl lived to
0: a gazillion
4: years old. You know, after, yeah. she was, you know, after she stopped being a fascist and outward fascist, um, <laughs> yeah. she decided to go underwater and just annoy fish. Uh she Mm. was the oldest scuba scuba diver um in scuba diving history before she passed away. Wow. And um yeah, yeah, her life is absolutely fascinating and horrible. Actually there is a movie that who whoever would like to watch is the horrible, wonderful life of Lenny Riefenstahl.
2: Mm. That uh, was your backup script, wasn't it, Compton? (laughs) Uh
3: yeah. 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 She she
0: plays and beats the Harlem Globetrotters. (laughs) (laughs) That's the sequel. To both of those films, because the game is underwater. Right? Yeah. Yes.
6: Yes. Yeah. Yes. 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 Super. Uh,
1: Mr. Her- Mr. Herzog, can you come into the counselor's office, please, Werner? <laughs> please. Of course. Here I am. Thank you. Uh, just have a seat right there. Um, oh, thank you. This this chair is so uncomfortable. Uh, well, you, the budget cuts, of course, uh, we've had that one for quite some time. It's been reupholstered uh, countless times at this point. Uh, but, you know, hopefully, hopefully the, the budget kicks in soon. We can get it replaced. So, I uh, hope so. Yeah.
5: Why Listen, do you, you uh, bring
1: Werner into your office? What do you want to talk about? Well, uh, your, your, <clears throat> your media professor uh, had some concerns uh, about, uh, about a report you turned in. Uh, oh, my report. Yes, the the report on the Teletubbies. Um, that's
8: right. Sadness, heartbreak and the misery of four colorful
1: aliens. Yes, that that's that's the one. The story yeah. of the Teletubbies. Yeah. Yeah, and and, yes. and the thing is that the the the, the subject really the, the the thrust of this was about the 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 positive uh, a, a power of uh, television to educate children and uplift them. And uh, we don't feel. Well, I think
8: sadness is uplifting
1: if you put it through the proper
8: lens. The tears come out of your face, Mm -hmm. tension is relieved. You have a brief moment of what I call a lack of sadness, and then uh, some people might call that happy, but I call it just a lack of sadness. It's more like a muted. It's like the color gray. If it was a feeling. That is what I feel after I cry. Uh, anyway, it's all in my report.
1: I know, I did I did read it. Uh, yes, yeah. uh,
8: on page 426 I go into...
3: Uh, Vernie, uh, we want to talk to you about the book report that you turned.
6: Yeah, you did not have a good grades.
3: Uh, oh. Yeah, the, the one you did on the Care Bears Big Adventure.
8: Yes the care bears big adventure when they when they What is this
6: about care bears not being happy
8: They aren't happy mommy They are so sad inside They care about bears bears are killing machines and they care about them It is a it is a recipe for heartbreak mother
6: not these bears. These bears have icons on their tummies, and they shoot beams out of them to stop evil. Yes,
4: I know for death. Um, so I just got this book report. Um, on the the tragedy of Oscar the Grouch in the can. So yes, what? Why? To me, and all over it, it says "Ich liebe dir, but I don't see a lot of love here. That's the only words I know in German, by the way. (laughs) Me too. (laughs) And
8: I can't remember what they mean.
4: (laughs) Yeah, ich liebe dir, is I love you.
8: Well, out of all of my reports, this one should make the most sense because (laughs) it is a a grouch, someone who is very honest about their negativity and they have chosen to live in a can away from others to keep their negativity inside the can. And that is where the love is. The love for humanity is keeping oneself in one's own trash, emotional trash. Uh,
2: so when we asked you to uh, write a review of the, um, the spring musical for the school newspaper, um, we just needed you to say the date, um, what time it was <laughs> yes. playing, and just an overall like how good it is. That's um, right. February 12th,
8: reads... the saddest day of the year at 8.30 p.m. <laughs> the right. type of misery
2: for, okay but here's the thing <laughs> everyone here's, knows here's this. the thing you titled it annie there is no tomorrow for any of us that's the right is annie and the big song is uh
8: tomorrow
6: yes.
2: tomorrow
8: and that's an ironic song because there is no tomorrow if you don't you, you have missed the whole point of that song because
6: look i told you guys if you couldn't help us come up with a better slogan than have it your way i was gonna bring in the big guns uh mr herzog you still on the line
8: uh, yes, I'm here. Thank you for having me. Right. I enjoy your burgers, only sometimes. <laughs>
6: <laughs> that, hey, that's the best we can ask for. <laughs> this isn't. This is incredible. Uh, I just. I do. You have so, just something. I I feel like have it your way leaves open a lot of room for interpretation. Yes. Yes. What would the brilliant mind of Werner Herzog have in the books for Burger King?
8: Well, I would say that the simplest most easy solution for what you're trying to say is have it your way which is no way because we are all doomed. And that's what I would put on your burger wrappers. And that way you're making the promise but also embracing the reality of death and destruction.
6: That
3: is amazing. People are being given a choice. Like have a burger or you might as well just go put yourself in a nectar.
6: Yeah, nobody's going to try to order world peace with that slogan. No. <laughs> You're damn right.
5: If they do, you know,
8: ha- give, have them give me a call, and I will convince them that world peace is, is, is not... Uh, nobody should want that. It's very dull.
3: So we, we can't give out your number? Hey, guys, um,
4: I'm sorry for interrupting, but uh, I need to leave because my dead father... Is going to be showing up, and he's just making sure that it, you know he's angry because we solved pretty much world peace, and everything is pretty much despair. Should I? Should I? Can I just do that for a moment? No, yeah. it's
0: okay. I've been listening the whole time. Oh, that's right. Remember, you're a ghost. Remember <laughs> how you kept remarking upon my body? Yeah. It appears that lookism still exists. I win. I win. <laughs> the <We're> jazz. Jazz.
5: <laughs>
1: Oh, oh, got And, that. and I think Sean, with the thanks for coming, with yes. the <laughs> s- that isms I, still exist, yes.
4: we can wrap it exists. up. Uh, I'm glad I came too. Uh, I at, at the end of everything, it was pretty much Burger King in Germany.
5: Yes, <laughs> so
7: it should be,
4: as but, it always should be. Sean, can
2: uh, you, can, should Josh start recording yet? Or should I call him? <laughs> <laughs> uh, we have a few uh, a few more uh,
1: bits to get out throughout uh, out here uh, Sean I mean, for, you want to
7: handle this for our listeners uh, uh, all of them can you just give us a recap and summation of, of the ledge and what we can look forward to with the ledge uh, the ledge theater is a theater
4: that is run by African Americans started by an African American woman that deals with uh, theater improvisation comedy specifically of diverse voices. Uh, and we are officially at the Lyric Hyperion. And we have our fundraising uh, and our grand opening with a bunch of great ensembles that are people of color and the LGBTQIA plus community, Leon Acord, who does sub- wrote a book called Self-Liberty, Amanda Gary, who is actually um, Eddie Cantor's granddaughter. Oh, wow. wow yeah um the name of her show is called banjo Eyes with Mascara <laughs> because cantor at banjo Eyes, and uh all this happens at the at the lyric Hyperion and if you want to get more information, uh you can get onto uh ledge dot com spelled r e dot com a new website's happening literally as we speak
5: <laughs>
4: Mr I'm on the board. James is being populated right now, but you, it will take you to our Facebook page that has all the information. So fantastic! please support talk. You know, we talk about diverse voices and, you know, giving voice and power to people of color and and POC in general. So put your put your talk, talk the talk and donate the donate. Absolutely. <laughs> pay the pay. Make it happen.
5: Thank you And Sean. people
3: can people can buy tickets to the fundraiser, they can see it online, they can yeah. donate all from
4: Exactly. All from the- um, and if you get on to literally letstheater.com, it'll take you to Better World, which is where you can go, we have our donations up. We have amazing auction items that were given I mean, you can see Hamilton, you can go and see a baseball game when it happens.
1: Uh,
5: go
4: see the you world see and, and, while
1: watching Hamilton. <laughs> if you are if a big wino like me, can watch you can, the cast they, of Hamilton play baseball. Yeah. Exactly, I'd pay they to see will that. On do one. that
4: for you. They'll do it in the field where it happens. The field where <laughs> yes. it happens. Yes. <laughs> uh, but uh, there's wine tastings. There's uh, private uh, comedy uh, shows that you can go and and donate to, and that money goes directly to the Ledge Theater. We are 501c3. So if you want to write that shit off as we do, do. (laughs) Mm
1: -hmm. For all of our billionaire listeners, write it off.
4: So if anyone knows Stephen Colbert, will you tell that man to please give me some money? (laughs) Yes. (laughs) God damn him.
7: All right. Let's uh, bring it home, Michael Hyman. Thank you, uh, Sean Landry, our very special guest, and for helping us uh, or for uh, sharing uh, more about The Ledge Theater with us and our listeners. Uh, As always, thank you to Matt Walker for intro and outro music. This episode was hosted and edited by Jeff Kaufman, co-hosted by me, Michael Hyman, and features the talents of Jen Burton, Chris Compton, Sean Michael Boozer, Stephen C. James, and Chris Sanders. Every scene you heard today was improvised on the spot, along with some of the ads, with only a light touch of editing for your comfort, as always. Check your show notes for occasional ranting credits, and if you're loving what you're doing, what we're doing, you can love what you're doing too. Be sure to write a five-star review at your podcast provider choice and tell a friend about us. Because podcasts are more fun with friends.
1: Well, thank you all for joining me uh, again this week. Thank you, Sean, for joining us all this week. And I think that just about wraps it up. I feel like uh, there's something missing, though, uh, without cool. Josh here. So what do we do, guys? How do we how do we start I, this show?
0: I, I guess we just say, hey, let's not record
7: this one. Yeah. All right. That's it. Throwing the Because trash.
4: that was really a long waste of my time.
6: <laughs> 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 I don't believe. Anything's on All oh, my time I kicked the door On its hinges Just so I could move
1: Yes. Yeah. And that was just like, a, that's a great example to me of television done well and television that uses diversity. Well, I mean, you know, not to suggest that there's a, a, a poor way, but the point is you there can is. tell a great story. Oh, oh sure, sure. I'd like to go on point you to
0: yeah. the secret files of Desmond P. Pfeiffer.
5: <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh. Or the homeboys in outer space oh my
4: god oh my god i had a friend who was in homeboys in outer space
0: did anyone learn
1: any lessons from that because that sounded like the kind of thing that could have been in that section Home of our Boys question in
4: outer space was basically the lesson i learned was if you get a gig as an actor and you see <laughs> homeboys in outer space and you read the first five minutes Run. Run backwards.
5: <laughs> run Nobody should th- be I that mean, desperate. You should,
4: homeboys, and, if, if you get Homeboys and Outer, you should be running backwards at Outer. You, <laughs> you shouldn't <laughs> even get to space. <laughs> I,
1: I, I feel like Homeboys backwards. is already a
0: red flag for the starting point, but well, maybe depends next on word who the writer it. is.
5: Yeah. 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 Oh if God. the writer
0: looks like he's just been in a New Balance print, print ad, <laughs> <that>
5: <laughs> the first line of the title is Homeboys,
0: you gotta be like, I don't know if this is your story.
3: Mm. I I think when I was in college when that, that came out and I had a friend who said that he was disappointed by it Aww. and I was like, That's dude, nice. you could not nice. like it,
5: but That's disappointed nice. is your fault. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs>